welcome to episode 42 of the main protagonist radio on SoundCloud. I'm your host, accredited coach CC Ojani Bekor, teaching leaders like you how to get the results that you truly want with more ease and more flow. Let's talk this week about our quote-unquote flaws. We hear that word and a number of internal reactions can occur. No, I'm tired of beating myself up. No, I don't want to focus on the negative. I'm a positive thinker. I'm a good person. That's all that matters. I'm trying my best. That's all that matters. Or maybe you're thinking, flaws? What flaws? (laughs) The most important thing to understand, though, about your quote-unquote flaws or your shortcomings is this. They don't make you a bad person. You're not all bad. And by the same token, you're not all good. And striving to avoid one and become the other is a futile exercise. You see, you're a product of so many things. Your childhood, the country you live in and its beliefs and behaviors, the experiences you've had, good and bad. You're a product of so many things. And for those who believe in past lives or reincarnation, you're a product of your past lives as well. A conversation about flaws is important because we live in a world where we all try too hard to look like we have everything under control in our lives, as evidenced by the happy pictures on social media like Facebook, right? It's also important because many people were chastised at a young age for making mistakes. Maybe you grew up in a home where weakness wasn't tolerated. The ranking method in some school systems teaches our children that they're losers if they're not getting good grades, as if exam results are the sum total of who you are. You see, these are some of the realities that many of us go through, and these are just some of the reasons we now try so hard as adults to appear flawless. Another word for flaws is the shadow self. And the person who's done a lot of work around this is the late, great Debbie Ford. And Debbie encouraged us to love all of ourselves, including and especially our shadow self. I've found that the more I look at my shadow and declare that I love myself, I love my shadow, the kinder I've become to myself and the less judgmental I've become of other people. You see, in the past, I'd observe someone and think, gosh, that guy is such a know-it-all. But the truth is, I'm a know-it-all sometimes too, right? Maybe you're the same. Or I would observe someone and think, why is she doing that to herself? It's not working. But the truth is, I've done unhelpful things to myself in my day. I remember the days I used to work long hours in the pursuit of rising up the corporate ladder. And I used to do this at the expense of my relationship and even my health. I'm sure if I observed myself from afar, I'd think the exact same thing. Why is she doing that to herself? Becoming aware of and loving your shadow self is one of the most liberating things you can do. Among other things, it helps you to slowly give up the pursuit of always looking good and never looking bad. It helps you understand other people's behaviors too, It helps you come home to the fact that, yes, people do make mistakes. 
observing my shadow self helped me realize that I have very high expectations of others, and that's just not fair, because people deserve to be cut some slack, just like you do when you hurt others. So, is it time to love all of yourself, including your shadow side? Is it time to acknowledge that those people over there are exactly like you in that they are a product of so many events in their lives and like you, they can only work with what they've currently got. So do yourself a favor. Starting today, just observe your quote-unquote flaws. Observe your shadow self. Choose to be kind to yourself about it, so no harsh judgment. And just watch what slowly starts to happen within you. Give yourself permission.